Today's episode is Clients versus Friends, how to successfully set boundaries. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. And I really want to help you today to navigate this sometimes very narrow path between friends and clients or coaches and clients. And a former client of mine actually brought up this question and asked me if I could do a, a podcast episode on that. So I said, yes, for sure. And I want to talk a little bit about this today. So the big question is, can clients become friends and can friends become clients? And the first answer I'll get or I'll give you is, yes, they can both. Like everything is possible. You know me. I'm never speaking in a way of like, mm, not sure about that. So whatever feels aligned for you is possible. And it might be that you are the only person in the universe for whom it is possible, for whom it's aligned, you know? It's really not so much about what others do and what feels good for yourself. And with that being said, I do want to say that it really needs clear boundaries. My answer is not only yes, for sure, go for it. Like if you had a client and you finished the, like the client relationship is finished and just move over and become friends or perhaps while like the person is still your client, just behave like they were friends or mm, you have your friends and they reach out for coaching um, with you and you just say, ha, no problem, of course. No, it does need a structure. It does need boundaries. It does need very clear boundaries and a very clear structure from the beginning on. So this is even more important for, like, let's start with that. Can friends become clients? In that scenario, yes, it needs even more communication about clear boundaries in the beginning. That's one thing. And what I do, and you figure out your own stuff, what I do is that I really say I have worked with... Um, several friends that I say from the beginning on, when we are in coaching sessions, I'm not your friend. I am in a different role. I need to clarify that for myself and I need to clarify that for the client. So it's not only telling the client what to do and what not to do. It's also about having my role very clear. And also because I offer a lot of voice note coaching in between, whenever that happens, then I am your coach. I'm not your friend. And also, like sometimes it can be helpful for the time being, like when you are, when you have a coaching relationship with a friend, it might even be that you for like the time being, like if you have like a one month or two month contract that you say like, okay, if it's easier for me to keep boundaries like that, then we really have just this role at the moment and we don't interact as friends. Like it might be helpful. It's not that you have to do that. I didn't do that. It is more... 
when you know that you easily fall back into like pleasing, people-pleasing mentality, then it might be a good thing to, to set this boundary from the beginning on. And to also make sure, and this is my personal opinion and how, how I do that. And for you, something else could be aligned. What I make sure is that I tell my client, so my friend who is then my client, that I'm not her or his friend in that moment. And that means I might say things they don't like. And that it is because I am in a different role. They don't hire me as friends. They hire me as someone to really speak out what I feel, what I can see, what is happening, that I really shine a light on their blind spots. And as friends, like some people have amazing friendships where really a lot of stuff is being called out. But most of us, if we are honest, it's not the case. There is always something where it's not so easy to tell your friend like, you know, uh, that is not okay. I didn't like that. Or look here. Like usually you don't have, you're not in a contract with your friends. So usually you don't always say what is on your heart because you don't have They didn't tell you. Like if you don't have permission to coach them, you don't coach your friends. But if a friend hires you as a coach, you have permission to coach. That's the main difference. And this is why the boundary and the structure is so clear. You don't like, even if you're a like brilliant coach, you don't coach the people around you. Only if you have permission to coach them. And that usually is via a contract. This usually is when you enter a client um, coach or coach client relationship. So this needs to be very clear for you. So it does work. It needs very strict and clear, but not strict, very clear boundaries. And that you really say from the beginning on what they can expect. And this comes obviously with experience. So in the beginning, you might end up a little bit enmeshed. It might happen. That's experience. And what that also means, like when you coach a, a friend and when you have the permission to coach them because you are their coach, That also means that I don't bring, like in the coaching sessions, I don't bring my stuff to the table. I'm not sitting there and telling them like, let's have a coffee. First, you tell me what's going on and then I tell you what's going on. There is like the energetic exchange is the money. They pay you for your time. Or if you have a different contract, whatever, there is some form of exchange. Friends with friends, the exchange is time and energy. And usually it levels or balances itself out. If not, there is something going on. Like if the past 10 years with your best friend, you had the feeling you could never bring your stuff to the table and only your friend brings all her stuff to the table, there is a very big imbalance there and you have to look at your friendships, what's going on there. What kind of role do you have? So uh, have you fallen into people-pleasing mentality and you are fearful of also telling your stuff and making yourself vulnerable. So that's the difference between friends and clients. There is a different exchange and my clients don't have to deal with my stuff. No, the room is for them. Everything is about them. And of course, I might bring some examples from my life, but never with the intention to get a little bit of like, oh, poor you, or how can I help you with that? Never with that intention and always ever with the intention of, for example, showing themselves something, giving them an example, clarifying stuff. And okay, so 
it does work. You need clear boundaries and those cl clear boundaries start with you. It's not only about talking like how often do we meet, uh, what times, like, you know, I'm not available in the middle of the night. It might be a little bit more difficult to navigate that with friends because you have this feeling, mm, I have to be extra friendly to them. I have to give them extra time. No, just be fine in yourself. Just know your worth in yourself, what you're available for. And this is how you show up. This is practice. And this comes with, yeah, the the more self-belief you have, have the more self-worth you have, the more self-care you take for, your, for yourself, the easier it becomes for you to navigate that and really say, yeah, I'm available from 11 o'clock on until uh, five in the evening. And after that, I'm not available as a coach for you. It might even be that we talk as friends, but it might also not be, you know? So... Those boundaries start in you that you give yourself permission to be that, to be the coach and not the friend. So this is the question, can friends become clients? And from, from, my, from my experience, yes. And if, like I also had the experience that it didn't work out very well because too many people were invo involved and we actually had even more than one, like this, the role of friends and the role of coach and client, basically. And then I highly recommend so or so that you have a coach on your side, that you have therapy for yourself, that you get other people looking at what's going on there. So whenever something is strange, when I have the feeling personal stuff, stuff is being triggered, when I have the feeling mm, I don't really like the boundaries are not clear, so whenever you have the feeling there is something going on, get outside help because you will have blind spots and there might be something in that relationship going on that you are not aware of. So have someone else on your side to look at that. And that was a big mistake I did once where the relationship didn't work out properly because I didn't have, I had people on my side, but not specifically to help me look at that relationship. And I didn't even see us stumbling. I wasn't aware of it happening until it was too late. So I highly, highly recommend if you work with friends that you have someone to sometimes help you navigate that. Okay, now the other the other way, the other way around. Can clients become friends? Also there, well, can coaches become your friends like the other way around? Also there, I would say yes, of course. And you will know that it will be a mutual feeling of, hmm, interesting. Like now we have finished the coaching relationship and somehow we are still connected and somehow it's it's a different feeling now and we still like to talk. Mm. And I highly like I highly urge you to follow your to follow your impulses there to follow your intuition. It doesn't happen very often with me. With some of them I have almost a friendly connection like I could almost call them my friends and they still get coaching from me. And some of them they even became um they started working with me like that I started paying them for their services. So also that can happen that roles reverse and that's totally fine. The only thing you need is total awareness. Be aware of what is happening and navigate that with like being conscious of the processes, being conscious of what is happening. Are there past things, like past feelings? Is there some kind of resentment of something? So for example, um, yeah, I have clients who worked with me where perhaps there was something and we had to basically clear 
clear all old resentment or clear all old stuff there so that we then could enter a different kind of relationship. Uh, for example, that they worked for me. And whenever you have the feeling it is not the case, then it's totally fine for you to walk away. You don't have the feeling like a client wants to be your friend, that now you have to be the friend of that person. No, just be solid in yourself, be rooted in yourself. And this is all that is needed. Usually some kind of strange hiccup starts happening when you're not clear in yourself. As long as you have clarity in yourself, you will be able to manage whatever kind of uh, relationship with your clients, with your coaches, with friends. You need the clarity in yourself and then it is fine. And also, like, should, should your clients be like your friends? Like, should you start seeing your clients as friends and be super friendly to them and be like, hey, how are you doing? I need, like for me, I have to say, yeah, I act towards them very friendly. However, I don't see them as friends in that moment because I don't share my issues with them. I don't mix up the relationship. For me, it is very clear. They pay me a huge amount of money so that I am there for them. And if I start mixing that stuff up and then just say like, hey, today we just have coffee or something like that, it doesn't work for me. Even if I meet up because I do a VIP days with my clients and if we meet up for like for lunch, yes, we are very friendly because my clients are amazing. So of course, it's very funny and lots of fun. But still, I don't sit there and tell them all my problems. No. I have clear boundaries and it is totally clear that the focus is on them. I might share stuff from my life, but never ever with the feeling I need their support now. I need, um, I want to know something from them. I feel a little bit weak. I want their compassion. No, I need to be solid and strong in myself. I might even share what is difficult in my life, but not for their compassion, not for their help and support. And instead, in order to exemplify or to give them an example of something. I recently had my coach because I had a very personal question about, uh, about emotions. What if you're really being triggered by emotions? And she answered me very honestly about crazy stuff going on in her life right now. But she didn't show up in a way that I had the feeling I had to be there for her then. No, it was just to show me what I am also capable of, that she is going through stuff, what she's doing, that she sometimes in that moment doesn't know what to do with that. And she only can tell herself, this is going to go better. This too shall pass in order for me to learn from that and not for me to show up as her coach, as her friend, as her whatever. So this difference is basically the only one you have to understand. You can be very friendly with your clients. However, you are their freaking coach. So show up as that. Or you are their whatever, like service provider. Also, if my service provider, like my marketing consultant started telling me all their personal problems, I would say, hey, I'm paying for that. I'm paying for my time here. Please stop that. Like if you want my personal help for your stuff, book a consultation with me, book my coaching. I am very clear on that. And that helps me to have amazing, amazing friendships. And that also helps me to show up 100% for my clients because I'm not resentful internally. I'm not depleted internally because I take very much, very good care of where I put my energy, for whom I show up in what kind of capacity. Communication here is key and communication 
good communication where you communicate your boundaries is also very inspiring. I just recently had a friend uh, who basically told me a lot of stuff. And then at some point I said, hey, sorry, I'm going to give you a quick answer. I can't really go very deeply into that because this, you know, we would need to be in a coaching relationship for that. I can't give you like in one answer that stuff, what I work with my clients with like for three or five months. However, you know, I'm going to send you a message. I have some ideas for you. And I did that. And she was deeply grateful. She said, thank you for setting this boundary. Thank you. Like you are inspiring me. You are showing me that I also can set boundaries, that I can also tell other people, yeah, I'm not, I'm not available for that now. Like I don't have to listen to that if I don't want to. So you setting boundaries can inspire other people because it shows that you take yourself seriously. It shows that you have boundaries. It shows that you know what you need and it shows that you are courageous enough to communicate it. And that's, that's amazing. That's highly inspiring. So don't be fearful of that. I always do this with friends because my friends know that I'm a coach and they know I'm an expert in, in all things mindset and emotional mastery. So, of course, sometimes there is like, oh, Lydia, what do you think? And if I feel like saying something, yes, of course. And sometimes I say, hey, we can't do this like in this kind of setting. We need a different setting to work through stuff. If you want that, we can talk about that. And other than that, you know, that's not the right thing. Because it doesn't feel good for me, I would lose my ability to be a proper friend and also show up as a friend who needs something. And I also can't serve people like that. I need to have a proper setting and I do process or like I do a like process work. So I can't just sit there for an hour and listen and that's it. Yeah, I really hope that helps you because I know it is very difficult for some people, especially if you're a sensitive person, especially if you're very empathetic. You always listen to all the problems of all the people out there and know that setting boundaries and telling people no is sometimes the best thing you can do and they will be forever grateful. I did this, for example, uh, with my family. I told my parents, my mother at some point, I'm not available for those talks anymore, please get other help, get a therapist, whatever it is. And it changed the whole dynamic. It changed the whole dynamic also between me and like daughter-mother relationship, basically. And I have countless examples of that. I highly, highly urge you to lean into understanding that it is okay to have healthy boundaries. And with healthy boundaries, you don't only just help yourself, you help all the other people around you. And you can, in that way, show up 100% powerful, extremely amazingly well for your clients and those people, yeah, where you are the coach for and not for the other people. Stop being the coach for everyone where you don't have the permission to be a coach or to give advice, basically. If you have further questions around that, please reach out to me. Send me a message to info at lydiawilmsen.com. You can also find this in my show notes. And if you're ready to bring your whole game to the next level, if you really want to check in with your mindset, what is going on? Why are you not reaching the results or achieving the results you want to have with your business, with your life? And it's not going fast enough. For example, one of my clients has been dealing with the same shit for six years. And finally, now we are working through that. So if you know you are running in circles, this stuff is not moving, you get to the same point over and over again, 
then you can apply for my Mindset Mastery Assessment, a 45-minute call where we really dig deep and see what are the mindset issues that are holding you back and what are the emotional blocks that are holding you back. And with that knowledge, you are basically a huge step further and you will know what to do, what the next step is. So we are working on that as well. What will be your next steps? If that is for you, apply for that. You also find it in my show notes. And other than that, I wish you amazing relationships with your clients, with your coaches, with your friends. I hope you have much more clarity around that now. And you really have the courage to have proper boundaries because this is just the most amazing thing ever. That's the best and easiest way to have amazing relationships with all the people around you, basically. Much love to you and until the next episode. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super, super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Super helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to take a next step, and that means you want to live a life of more on all levels, then send me a message with where you want to go and what is keeping you where you are, like what keeps you stuck at the moment. And then I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. Lydia.